What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Wednesday, February 15th. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. And I'm Juanita Tolliver, and this is What A Day, where Nikki Haley's new campaign ad has us inspired to find exciting new ways to use heels. Yeah, for example, aside from kicking leftists, you could also use the shoes to hold your morning donut. You got options. I mean, something tells me this is going to be a long primary season. On today's show, the first United Nations aid convoy arrived in Syria to help with earthquake relief. Plus, a former colonial power said its troops were misrepresented in Wakanda forever. Somehow I'm not buying that. Hmm. But first, the latest on the mass shooting at Michigan State University. At least three students are dead and five other students were critically injured after a gunman opened fire in two buildings on MSU's campus in East Lansing on Monday night. The 43-year-old suspect, who was not affiliated with the university, was found dead after a self-inflicted gunshot wound early Tuesday morning. At this time, his motive is still unknown. This is the 67th mass shooting this year. We are still, as a reminder, only in the second month of this year. And according to Axios, at this rate, America will see more than 600 mass shootings by the end of 2023. It's just sickening, Priyanka. Like, I I just got to emphasize, we're 35 days into the year and nearly double that in terms of number of mass shootings, only in the United States. Unfortunately, this story is absolutely not new to us. Yeah, we are no stranger to this type of violence in our country, in our schools. We have talked through so many school shootings on this show that, you know, hasn't even really been around that long, but we've done it. And I'm sure we will continue to do it based on what is happening, what is not happening at the levels that we need it to be happening. Uh, Tuesday also happens to be the fifth anniversary of the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. That shooting left 17 people dead and intensified a wave of student-led protests and action calling for gun reform and an end to the school shootings that have continued to plague this country. And if that wasn't enough, 21-year-old MSU senior Jackie Matthews posted a video on TikTok talking about how this is the second mass shooting that she has lived through. She was a student at Sandy Hook Elementary in 2012 when a gunman killed 26 people, many of them her own classmates. My heart goes out to all the families and the friends of the victims of this Michigan State shooting. But we can no longer just provide love and prayers. It needs to be legislation. It needs to be action. It's not okay. We can no longer allow this to happen. We can no longer be complacent. I'll forever be Sandy Hook strong and forever be Spartan strong. God, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's horrific that the inaction of our lawmakers have allowed this to happen to this girl not once, but twice. And at only 21 years old, she is a emerging adult, barely an adult. And this is Truly. the trauma she's dealing with. Yeah. By Tuesday morning, the university's iconic rock was painted with the question, how many more? 
I think that question needs to be repeated across the country. And I know it's a question that Michigan Attorney General Nessel pointed out today while speaking on the air and to press. And she emphasized, like, we need to show that we love our children more than we love our guns. And this is someone who had two children on MSU's campus during the shooting. All of this begs the question of where are we on gun violence prevention legislation, Priyanka? Yeah, lawmakers, as we have learned over the years, have a truly endless supply of thoughts and prayers. But President Biden, who has issued executive actions of his own on this topic, continues to push them to do more. He said, quote, action is what we owe to those grieving today in Michigan and across America. In a statement, he called on Congress to enact common sense gun law reforms, which include background checks on all gun sales, banning assault weapons and high capacity magazines, requiring safe gun storage and closing loopholes in background check systems. I like to repeat that because they all are very, very basic. You would think these are things that would already be in place. You would think that's something that we'd all want, especially after the decades of gun violence that we as a country have lived through. And I think I need to emphasize, though, Priyanka, the country wants that. Polling shows all of these are popular provisions. It's Republicans on the Hill. It's Republicans across the country who don't. So I I think that's important, too. Right. It's disgusting is really what it is. And separately, the Department of Justice is sending more than $200 million to states in order to help them enforce red flag laws that temporarily remove guns from people who display potentially violent behavior and other crisis intervention programs. This is all part of the bipartisan gun legislation that Congress passed last summer. So we will see what, if any, results that has, but still a lot to be done. And considering this most recent traumatic mass shooting, what is the state of Michigan's gun laws? Like what's happening on the ground there? Yeah. So the Washington Post has called Michigan's own gun laws a mixed bag. So getting a gun in Michigan requires a background check. They don't allow concealed weapons on school or college campuses. Very, very basic stuff. But according to the gun violence prevention organization, every town, they are missing several key factors. For example, assault weapons and high capacity magazines are still allowed to be purchased And domestic abusers and stalkers are still allowed to have guns. So not good. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer had already pledged to tighten the state's gun laws uh, before this. And after the shooting, that process could be fast-tracked. In the last elections, Michigan Democrats actually ended up capturing a trifecta. They flipped both state legislative chambers and Whitmer won re-election. That was unexpected. So this is the first time, you know, this has happened in decades. And it's a real chance to see what change can come of this. You know, the right people have been elected to make change happen. They have a real shot to show us what this can be like, what this could look like. Right. I really hope Michigan leaders take this opportunity to become a standard for the country. So let's see what they do with it. But when it comes to advancing gun violence prevention policies, one of the architects of the assault weapons ban in 1994 was the one and only Senator Dianne Feinstein of California, who announced yesterday that she will not seek reelection in 2024. And with all due respect, Senator, finally, like genuinely, I appreciate it. Her announcement is not only long overdue, but it comes after two Democrats have already launched campaigns to replace her, and another is set to jump in the race any second now. Yeah, it's been messy for a few months now. Mess. Um, 
things are getting cleared up a little bit. So that is at least nice. But tell us more, the backstory of how we got here. Look, after months of speculation about the future of the California Senate seat and after years of Democratic colleagues raising concerns about Feinstein's cognitive abilities, we finally have the news. In the announcement, Senator Feinstein made it clear that she has every intention of serving out her current term, which ends in December 2024, and she thanked the people of California for allowing her to serve them. But when reporters approached Senator Feinstein at the Capitol yesterday about the announcement, she reportedly replied, I haven't made that decision. I haven't released anything. And her staffers promptly reminded her that they put out the statement. Like, it was a big yikes moment reading that. Yeah. Oof. I need to cover my face. That's tough. That's not really helping any of the things that people are saying about her. You hate to see it. You really do. Hate to see it. And for context, Senator Feinstein is currently the oldest member in the U.S. Senate at 89 years old. And she has served for 30 years. She will be 91 years old on Election Day in 2024, and it's important to remember that Feinstein's retirement has had a bit of a buildup, especially after she stepped down from her ranking position on the Senate Judiciary Committee in 2020, after Democrats questioned her awareness and abilities, after she praised South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham at the conclusion of Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation hearing. So that was a moment. Yeah, that was a bad time. We did not like that. So this announcement has been a long time coming, but... Let's take a look back for a second through Senator Feinstein's storied career because she really has had one over the years she's been around. Can you walk us through some of her biggest moments and her accomplishments? Right. Senator Feinstein has had a formidable career. I mean, when it comes to breaking barriers for women, she did that. And she did that many times over. She became the first woman to serve as mayor of San Francisco in 1978 after the tragic assassinations of Supervisor Harvey Milk and Mayor George Moscone. And Feinstein was elected to the U.S. Senate in 1992 alongside former Senator Barbara Boxer during the historic Year of the Woman. As I mentioned earlier, she was key to advancing the assault weapons ban in 1994. And as Senate Intelligence Committee chairwoman, she oversaw a multi-year investigation into the CIA's torture practices and spoke about how the agency misled policymakers. Senator Feinstein is a force to be reckoned with, and many of her colleagues emphasized that when her retirement was announced. California Senator Alex Padilla said, you can't tell the story of California politics or the story of American politics without the trailblazing career of Dianne Feinstein. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi stated, Dianne Feinstein is a titan in the United States Senate with a record that stands among the finest in history. And California Governor Gavin Newsom referred to Feinstein as a, quote, mentor and a powerful champion for California. And I'm sure we will hear many more of these sentiments as Senator Feinstein serves out the next two years of her term. Definitely. And I mean, we've looked back a little, but now I want to look ahead to 2024. I know there are a bunch of people who are vying for Senator Feinstein's seat Tell us more about who is running to replace her. Right, Priyanka, this is a hot seat. And we know that Representative Katie Porter wasted zero time throwing her hat into the ring in January, making a not-so-subtle call for fresh and new energy. Porter also released polling information that showed exactly how well-known and how competitive she will be in a statewide race. Representative Adam Schiff launched his campaign for the coveted Senate seat just weeks ago, and at least he was a little bit more deferential as he stated that he spoke to Senator Feinstein weeks before announcing his 2024 Senate bid. Schiff also enjoys the early endorsement of Nancy Pelosi. 
But we should also expect to hear a formal announcement from Representative Barbara Lee any second now. As you might remember, last month, Representative Lee told members of the Congressional Black Caucus that she will be entering the race, and I'm sure she won't be the last candidate to participate in this wide open Senate race. But for now, these candidates can proceed without any caution or that weird awkwardness as the race officially kicks off. We'll be sure to bring you more updates on California Senate race as it unfolds, but that's the latest for now. We'll be back after a quick ad break. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, everyone's (laughs) getting flowers. (laughs) Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Let's get to some headlines. Headlines. The first UN aid convoys have arrived in rebel-controlled northwest Syria more than a week after a massive earthquake in neighboring Turkey rocked both countries. This comes after Syrian President Bashar al-Assad agreed to open two border crossings with Turkey to help deliver shipments of food, medicine, and other supplies to people who have been impacted by the quake. 
The crossings will remain open for the next three months, and this is a huge deal because throughout the course of Syria's civil war, Assad has only allowed aid deliveries in areas controlled by his own government. Meanwhile, the death toll from the earthquake continues to climb. As of Tuesday evening, more than 40,000 people in Turkey and Syria have died. The magnitude of this earthquake is just truly unimaginable. White House officials said yesterday that the three unidentified flying objects shot down in North American airspace over the weekend were likely used for commercial purposes and did not pose a threat to national security. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby told reporters that U.S. intelligence officials do not believe the objects are tied to China's spy balloon program, but he added that these are only their preliminary findings. Debris has yet to be collected or examined from any of the three objects because they were all shot down in remote locations. Meanwhile, Pentagon officials briefed senators on their findings behind closed doors yesterday. Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle said afterward that President Biden should share more information with the public. But it's clear there's no more information to share with the public. Hmm. We will be staying tuned on that one. It's the hmm for me. I don't know what's out there. And some good news from Washington. The Democratic-led Senate confirmed President Biden's 100th federal judge yesterday. They voted in Gina Mendez Miro to serve as a U.S. District Court judge for Puerto Rico. She is also the first openly LGBTQ American federal judge in the territory's history. A lot to celebrate. That means the Biden administration is currently outpacing the number of judicial confirmations made during the Trump years. Keep it going. We want more. And they are also more diverse. Of Biden's 100 nominees, 76 have been women and 68 have been people of color. We love it. Keep it going. Count it. (laughs) The Cherokee Nation, the largest federally recognized tribe in the U.S., is set to use money it's received from opioid settlements to build an $18 million substance abuse treatment center for its citizens. Drug makers like Johnson & Johnson have paid the Cherokee Nation a total of $98 million in recent years for their role in the opioid epidemic's disproportionate impact on Native American communities. And now that money's being put to use by tribal governments. The facility will be built in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, where the tribe is headquartered. It will provide drug treatment and prevention resources to citizens of the Cherokee Nation at no cost. According to tribal officials, this is just the first step in the nation's plan to put its settlement money to use. Another $5 million will go toward an endowment fund to support Cherokees studying to become therapists and medical professionals in order to work at the facility. Another $73 million will go toward building more treatment facilities across the tribe's reservation. What has happened here is tragic, but this is some really hopeful news and, you know, funding that will go to this community and hopefully help them rebuild. Right. If you were watching the Super Bowl on Sunday and you were not expecting to go to church, you're not alone. Two ads promoting Christianity that ran during the big game fueled speculation over who actually bankrolled the pricey TV spots because, um... We don't know if Jesus is paying for his own ads. (laughs) It turns out the He Gets Us ads came from a subsidiary of the Kansas-based nonprofit Servant Foundation. This is a group that from 2018 to 2020 donated more than $50 million to anti-abortion activism and anti-LGBT legislation. So if you were one of those people saying that the Jesus ads won the Super Bowl, shut your fucking mouth. They did not. (laughs) 
And one of the major backers of the campaign is Hobby Lobby founder and billionaire David Green, who has a long history of funding conservative causes. And while some evangelicals were split over whether the ads were biblically accurate, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tweeted this objectively accurate observation, quote, something tells me Jesus would not spend millions of dollars to make fascism look benign. Is this like a resurrection of what would Jesus do bracelets? Like, I feel like this is a moment. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. We didn't sign up for it, but we're here. When it comes to Best Picture nominee Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, it seems the French are, how you say, mad. France's Minister of Armed Forces, Sébastien Lecornu, took to Twitter this weekend to, quote, strongly condemn the film for its depiction of French soldiers. In the film, a group of French-speaking soldiers dressed similarly to French troops deployed in Africa's Sahel region are brought before the United Nations in Geneva after attempting to steal vibranium a fictional rare metal from a Wakandan outpost in Mali. The Cornu condemned the representation, calling it false and deceptive. Out of respect for the French, we'd like to debunk a few more dangerous myths perpetuated by the Hollywood machine. One, Leo never drew any French girls, y'all. <laughs> like, period. <laughs> Two, your girl Emily, she's not in Paris. Nope. <laughs> and three, Little rats are not the top chefs at the best Parisian restaurants. We're calling bullshit on that one. I take issue with a third one. Sorry, I refuse to believe it. (laughs) When I tell you Ratatouille is pretty amazing. I did watch it this weekend, but let's be real. I I don't want any mice on French cooks. You mean the documentary about French (laughs) cuisine? That is 100% fact. You I'm were going to get right until we banned from friends at this rate. I uh, came to the restaurant to have my meal cooked by a rat chef. So I don't know what you're talking about. And those are the headlines. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, debunk a superhero movie, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just the going rate for vibranium like me, What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Juanita Tolliver. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. And And Ratatouille Ratatouille is real. real. Truly documentary beautifulness. Stunning. No notes, no notes, a perfect film. (laughs) Megan and Ratatouille, those are my two picks. What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Bill Lance. Jazzy Marine and Raven Yamamoto are our associate producers. Our head writer is Jossie Kaufman, and our executive producer is Lita Martinez. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made In Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made In. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made In Cookware. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. 
And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador.